And we're live. And as always, I am joined by Tommy B, Noob Noob. I regret everything. Uh, as always, I am the man they call Z. And we're also joined by, you may know him from such commercials as Lady Speed Stick, no longer just for bearded women. <laughs> And uh, his own signature brand of cream preparation S, strictly for bearded white men. And just to be used on your scrotum. Just to be used That's on That's why we call it preparation S. S for Scott Keebler. So for scrotum, yes. What's on the docket today, Noob Noob? Uh, we're going to be reviewing Thor Ragnarok, which just came out this weekend. Rock Macock! Thor Rock Macock. Oh, okay, then there's that. Um, so yeah, it, it just came out. Uh, we just have the opening numbers for opening weekends. It is estimated at $121 million, uh, which is one of the highest openings. Some money bones right there. uh, That's a winner right there. Well, yeah, yeah, it's a winner for Marvel. That's for sure. Before we get into all of our, I mean, with the psychedelic nature of Thor, we thought it would be a really good idea to bring some absinthe into this conversation. So as uh, you can see, and you'll see us throughout the uh, throughout the episode, we'll be drinking our glasses of absinthe. Yes, you can see on an audio podcast. Well, for those of us who don't just listen to us on the podcast, we do have a YouTube channel, <laughs> which upon you can see us drink our fancy glasses. You should actually probably watch this one on YouTube because... Um, noob Noob, who is a newbie to Absinthe. Oh, that is good. <laughs> Let's not spoil it now. We do have a surprise coming later for Noob Noob. We, we do? Yes, an oh. Absinthe surprise. Yes, we do. He, he um, may have already tried. We, we did Absinthe in the traditional way, and as yeah. you see, Scott and I have glasses. And it's green, which is good because... It's more like piss yellow, but No, sure. it's green. It's, no, it's, it's green. It's not that green. It's called Lalouche. Did you ever see Eurotrip? It's not the same color. That's because like this is green. This this thing that we're looking at here, people listening can't see it, but like Hulk is green. Hulk is green. Hulk is green. Um, it is well, not Hulk green. green. I've pissed is, in a lot of bottles throughout the years, and trust me, it does not look like that. It's like diluted Mountain Dew. And the funny thing is, it's uh, actually uh, the brand uh, <clears throat> sponsors Via Carrer, which is uh, I think it's a Pennsylvania made absinthe. Right, sweet. Noob? I I believe so. It's garbage, but sure, yeah. It's, uh, it's, um, no, it's sweet, <laughs> delicious, and tasty. No, it's good. It's really it's good. good. Just because you have no class at all doesn't mean you can call it garbage. No, no. See, here's the thing. It's um, how you would feel if your father left your family on Christmas saying he's going to get cigarettes and just never came back. This is how this tastes. That level of depression and disappointment. So that's it what tastes, tastes like, like your father. Yeah, oh, no, pretty much. Except <laughs> he, it, this doesn't touch me as much. <laughs> so what we, do, what we did decide to do was... Uh, Give Noob Noob uh, a straight shot of absinthe, which is maybe not the recommended. There's like a whole, there, there's a procedure to doing absinthe. There's some pomp and circumstance. Uh, we actually will post this on Instagram. And yes, if you follow us on Instagram, we'll have video posted there of us burning the proper stuff. Way, well, that's the proper way uh, to do like absinthe. Burning stuff. Just burning stuff and the proper way to do absinthe. Uh, so I guess um, without further ado, it is it is time for Noob Noob to do his Oh, we're going to start out strong, are we? I think we should start off yes. strong because then we can monitor him throughout this and make sure that he's not uh, tripping balls. <laughs> this is our science experiment. Yes. this For those of you who are unaware of what absinthe is, uh, this is our science experiment. It is legal in the United States. Uh, it was made illegal, I think, back in 1913. 
Uh, and it definitely wasn't the Dodd-Frank Act. It was uh, some other rule, which also made marijuana illegal. Uh, basically, uh, the guy was Xanadu. I don't care. I'll get into the history of that some other time. I really Basic don't care. Pennsylvania law. Yeah, uh, those Quakers and the... Uh, yeah, you know, we live in the in the in the state of which is BS. You knew they were smoking weed. Yeah, exactly. They were all about their hemp. And um, let's get a all right. I guess it's right, a noob, new noob. Can can I have brunch first? Nope. Brunch is second. It's better on an empty stomach. That's, I don't think that's how alcohol works. No, it is absolutely. That's the, every time I have alcohol, it's on an empty stomach. He do, uh, okay, well let's see what happens. Is your stomach yes. ever empty though, Scott? No, a... my stomach's never empty. Okay. I'm fat. All right, shut up. <laughs> shut up and do your shot. This is a great visual cue for those yeah, listening. So, at home. For those of you not listening, Noob Noob has picked up the glass and he is pondering his fate. He looks very apprehensive. I've never He's... seen anybody regret life so much. Yeah. He, he did have it the traditional way, but this is a straight shot, and I, just, I don't know that he can keep this down. If you hold your nose, Has anyone be else doing a straight shot of absinthe, or am I the only asshole that's doing it? No, because no, no? Okay, proper. then shut the fuck up. Okay? Yeah. If, Let's if get you, this done. If you hold your nose, it's better. And it's down. And, uh oh. Oh, whoa. And, and, and. Uh. <laughs> 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 He's literally tearing at his throat. Because it's the... It burns! Uh, <laughs> Where's my food? Uh, okay, uh. okay, okay. <laughs> Loudness from uh. the noob noob. And he's relaxing his throat. Look, if you have to take puke, it like a, our Aren't you used bucket. to relaxing th your throat like this? Come on, man. Dad was more gentle. Uh. That was more gentle. <laughs> There's nothing more fun than making non-drinkers drink alcohol. So you have a choice now, <laughs> noob noob. Uh... Yeah, we do have chasers for you. Not Just your traditional whatever. chasers. Just give me whatever. I don't care. How about a uh, banana? Sure. A tiny yeah. banana. A tiny banana. A little tiny Enjoy your tiny banana. Uh, God, get <laughs> He's going to gnaw right through the actual <laughs> banana. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. There we go. Now we've just more ruined more everything. visual comedy for you those listening at home. That's it, some good shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess let's uh, move oh, on beyond the. Oh. Uh, and what we also have, and as incentive for, I mean, everyone's been complaining a lot, but if Noob Noob does really good today, we have treats really for him. Good, we have treats because we happen to have a whole box of sugar cubes. Yes, because <laughs> so. he is like a tiny horse. Noob Noob. Oh, oh, he caught this one. oh, and he ate it right off the table. Yes, a sugar cube and some bananas. We have sugar cube treats for when Noob Noob does good today. Yes, so when we hear good jokes, we'll give him sugar cubes. Ironically enough, we use them also to keep him from pissing on the carpet. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Ragnarok. I mean, uh, I think we all, well, we'll see if we all had a good time going to go see it. But clearly... I think Scott came out the winner. I did. I have the poster I got for free. I have a, bu a beer bucket, which I think it's fantastic. They're finally giving you stuff to hold your beer in. Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure that that was not a beer bucket, Scott. That was no. – uh, I know we've adapted it for a beer bucket, but I don't think they'd let you walk into a theater with that many beers. That, I, I mean, it is a problem. I never have anything to hold my beer in when I go into the theater, and I think this is a perfect solution – to that problem right there. Yeah, it's a refillable popcorn tin, Scott. What? 
<laughs> I know there's no hole in the bottom, but yes. I, that's what I thought. Popcorn's supposed to have the hole in the bottom. Yeah, I, I, I'm. Pr- yeah, I know what you're saying, but I'm pretty sure that that's a popcorn tin. All right, well, because I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, that tin. I don't gonna, think it's gonna keep your beers that cold. That tin's gonna cut my dick up, though. <laughs> it certainly is. You're gonna have some scarring. Although I'll tell you what, it's not as much fun when you go to the theater by yourself. But the popcorn trick always works regardless whether you're with somebody else or not. <laughs> yes. Does sir. the butter burn, Scott? The butter burns. <laughs> the the, the, the butter definitely one, burns with a tin. Do not get the hot butter when you're doing the popcorn <laughs> trick. No hot butter when you're... <laughs> Is there a such thing as cold butter for popcorn? No? Yeah, sure. When it comes a, out yeah, of the thing, it's just, like, it's not even really butter. It's just like liquid... It's oil. Like oil. Liquid it's butter, liquid fat. A liquid fat. Liquid like, flavored butter? No, just take a stick of butter. Flavor liquid butter? Liquid flavored Butter. Yes. Butter. Just take a stick and just put it on top. <laughs> just take a bowl of popcorn, put a stick of butter on top of it, and you're good to go. Sure, 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 yeah. But with uh, these cool grab bags, uh, I guess we'll just go around the table and get some initial thoughts on Ragnarok. And then what we're going to try to do is keep it spoiler-free as long as we possibly can. And then when we get to the spoiler parts, uh, we may end up going to a part two for you guys out there. Um, so, Scott, what did you think? I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. If you heard any of the past episodes, I was pissed off that they cut his hair. Guess what? I got over that real fast. Because he was. they gave you that shirtless scene. That's not a spoiler. I know. Because if you've ever seen any of the Thor movies, they always give you a solid shirtless Hemsworth scene. You got yours. did not want to do a shirtless scene. It wasn't in the script originally. Really? He was so happy. And then while well, they're getting close to it, the director comes to me and he's like, oh, I think we're going to do a shirtless scene. And Hemsworth's like, no, come on. Nah. Now I got to go work out again. I saw two nights in a row. I went and saw IMAX 3D on Thursday, and then I went and saw it in a regular cinema on Friday. So you got the 3D experience. Exactly. I went to the 3D experience. When I went for the 3D experience, the first thing I thought was, oh my god, this looks fantastic. It's huge. It's great. Visually stunning. I just had to go the second night so I can compare the two. What I found out, two important things I found out. One... If you have the choice, go see it in IMAX 3D. This is one of those visually stunning movies that when you go to see it in that uh, uh, venue, it works. Because you need to see his rippling muscles ripple it works. His in rippling 3D. Muscles are beautiful. Touch, from the, grab. But from the very first scene, it's just... It's just amazing. And at some point, we'll, we'll get to the Hulk dong. But we know that was – that's all 3D rendered. So did you think yeah. it was post-3D rendered or was it shot in 3D? It was post-3D rendered, and I've always been a completely against post-3D rendering. However, I think this is a talent that they have perfected at this point. So they got – when, they, when they started doing it, it was horrible. The wrong yeah, yeah. things were 3D. It was cheap. You get one or two shots in a movie. That I would think show you they it. got it figured out now. The entire thing was 3D. Even when they didn't need it, it was still in there. It was subtle enough that it didn't blow away the whole movie from it. But from the very first scene, the very first thing that happens, it just looks visually amazing. When I went to see it the second night, that first scene, I was like, okay, this just doesn't look as good. Of course, it's not going to. So I decided I was going to sit there and just decide, all right, what was better than the other one, non-3D or 3D? But halfway through the movie, I kind of forgot that's the reason I was there for, and I just started enjoying the movie again. You know, we just sit there so and, back in. and I just got lost into this movie again and just enjoyed it and completely forgot to compare the two. Even, even without that 3D experience, yeah. I still got lost. It was still a great movie. So if you can't do the 3D experience... It's still worth your money. It's still worth your money. Absolutely. I think this is a home run all the way. 
Okay. All right. So I, we'll get to ratings at some point as far as where you're going to put it in the MCU. Noob Noob, go ahead. Uh, it, it was fine. It was it was good. Noob Noob's going to drop the hammer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> not drop the hammer. I mean, it was good. It was, it was entertaining. It was very hollow. I would say it's a very... The longer you're away from the movie, the less you care about it. Um... I I just didn't find anything emotionally impactful. There was no weight to the movie. It was a very shallow, go for the gag kind of thing. I'm gonna. It, it's funny because I was thinking about this myself because I saw it with a group of people, and while I definitely enjoyed it, I definitely came back to the point where I was thinking like, what do I remember about this movie? Like I it, like you said, there wasn't like a whole lot of resonance. But keep going. Yeah, I, I had three particular points that we'll, we'll get into a little later um, that were, in a normal movie, should have emotional impact and weight, and only one of the three really landed that tone. Um, the rest were kind of played off in a joking manner. So, I, I, you know, in the movie, I, I loved it. I came out of it thinking 9 out of 10. Um, wow. You know, okay. I, I was really happy, and then I kind of read some reviews. I was looking into it a little more. The longer I got away from it, because um, I did see it opening in on Thursday, it, it's now Sunday, I, the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, it was, what did it accomplish? It was a very pointless... Where did it move the MCU yeah, forward? It, it was very pointless. The, you know, the villain was kind of pointless. The, See, but there, here's a question for See you. See if you get any more sugar cubes, bitch. I know. He's Fuck already you. raining on our... Tr- <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question, though. It, what, what's more important to you, though? Moving the MCU... Like, the MCU is in a weird spot right now. Are they trying to move themselves forward like, are they trying to move every? Like, is our expectation that they move themselves forward, or are we okay with standalone movies? Because as far as a standalone movie, I think it kind of um, it, it did a lot of things that were satisfying for me. But you know, from what you're saying, you you didn't feel that same level of like emotional resonance. You know, I have the exact opposite take, so I don't even think that it should be considered a standalone movie anymore. Because it if you lit- if you think about what is, are we in Marvel Phase Three now? I think, I think we're in Phase Three. Phase Three. Phase one and two kind of had the standalones, and then they built up to Avengers, uh, the pinnacle of each phase. Phase three just seems like it's buddy movies. So you had Captain America Civil War, which was just a mini Avengers movie. Um, you have Spider-Man, which was mainly Spider-Man, and then you had a sprinkle of Iron Man in there. So there's never truly... I don't think Iron Man was in it. In, like I actually really enjoyed the fact that Iron Man was not in that movie that much. I felt like they did the movie... When they promoted it, I definitely was like, oh, this is like an Iron Man slash Spider-Man movie. And he just was not in it that much. So I, I thought they he, – he took the place of like Uncle Ben and that whole – you know, he's the father figure that Spider-Man is looking for. But I, I thought they did a really good job with, with the level of Tony Stark's involvement in that movie. Yeah, I, mean, I thought with the exception of Spider-Man Homecoming, which was a very succinct and truncated, you know, enclosed movie – uh, every other movie is serving the purpose of Infinity War, which I don't like. It's it's taking away from the individual movies. So Thor Ragnarok is essentially just fan service and just set up for in, Infinity War, which I, I wasn't really a big fan of. Did it really? I mean, I don't know. I That's, disagree. I don't want to like get into spoilers. Like, let's try to make sure we're, we're we're sticking to our guns here. But I don't necessarily feel like I'm any more ready for Infinity Wars than I was before, other than. You know, characters that we knew were in different places are now kind of like reunited in some level. But other than that, I don't necessarily feel any more prepared for Infinity War. Do you? I think this is a it's still a good standalone movie without without knowing 
where it came from and where it's going. You don't have to have a know, know a whole lot about the Marvel folklore, um, the other like the if comic you just watch it on movies, its own, stuff like that. Do you think it holds up? Like if you don't know anything else, does it hold up on its own? Yeah, I think I, I think so. Think so. I, you know, if I'm thinking about it, because they explain basically everything, and they don't necessarily spoon feed it to you, but they don't have to. And even even the, like the big green guy, we'll get into more spoilers. But when he shows up. Whether you knew that he was missing or not, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. He, he shows just up was there. a character they, that was part of the They talk about plot. it briefly, and then they get right back into, okay, we have this goal to get to. You don't have to see the other stuff to see this movie, which is fantastic, because you're not completely lost in it. And if you do know the lore behind it, they don't spoon-feed it to you enough where, like, okay, you're now beating a dead horse. It went back and forth with multiple characters multiple ways. No, I think it's a great standalone movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards that. I, I think when we, once we get into our critiques of it and uh, some of the points that, that I know we're going to want to make, we can kind of break the movie down a little bit more with analysis. But as far as my, the way I looked at it, uh, I did really enjoy it. Uh, the thing I found that was kind of interesting, because you know me, I'm, I'm very much into the director's. Uh, and I'm really sorry, I cannot pronounce that guy's name. Even It's like Watiti Kiki. Watiti who was also the voice of one of the characters. Was he really? The Rockman. Oh, okay. okay. Korg. I, Korg, I think his character okay. name is Korg. He's yeah. ho- I, that guy, well, he's got a comedy background for sure because he's from Flight of the Concords. Yeah. I, I think, and I, I was explaining this because I saw this with a whole group of people yesterday and they were asking me questions about it. And I really find the whole, the way that Marvel does things I really like it because they're they have like a it's almost like a school for training unknown directors how to get themselves into blockbusters and how to handle it in a really good way. I remember reading something about like they have like a CG like a whole CGI part where they're like, "Okay, if you've never dealt with this much CGI before, like here, we're going to go you're going to go through a course on how to handle CGI, how to set up your shots. We're going to spoon-feed you all this stuff." So the directors are essentially plugged into, and this has been a complaint, like the Marvel machine. But the Marvel machine has allowed these, you know, young new directors do something like completely different. I definitely think this director put his stamp on this movie, right? Absolutely. Do you guys agree with that? Absolutely. This was same with James Gunn. Like James Gunn has clearly cut out his own section of the Marvel universe. They don't necessarily look just like a Marvel movie. People are complaining that this is too much of a Marvel movie, but to give like directors who don't have that kind of experience, same with Ryan Coogler, who's about to be put into Black Panther. I think they're giving these guys like, look, anything you can imagine, you can do. Just stay within our universe. I think that's a really cool concept. I really like it, and anybody who shits on it, I think, is kind of dumb, and it's bit some of those people in the ass. You know, oh, there is, and and you hear some reviews already. There's people out there saying, "Oh, this wasn't." I wanted a more darker, more direct, serious movie. You got Justice League in two weeks. Shut the hell up. Yeah. This was a fun movie. Plain and simple, fun Justice League's going to be a better movie. Justice League's going to be horrible. It's going to be better. Oh, horrible. Horrible. Yeah. horrible. Why don't you give Daddy horrible. a sugar cube and shut your mouth? Yeah, guess what? See these sugar cubes? You see them? You see them? Nope, bitch. Ah! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> now we're gonna have some grumpiness. A on conversation set. for some other time. Oh my god, that was horrible. Why did I do that? <laughs> Why would you want to Why eat would a sugar cube? Put a whole sugar cube in my just mouth. Spit it into my mouth. Uh, uh, oh my <laughs> I saw uh, Justice League previews twice before going into these movies. Yeah, 
Don't want to see it. Don't care. Could give well, a we have shit to see less. It, but I, pur- to I see purposely it, walked out of the preview of Justice League just to not spoil it. Probably anything. best thing for you. See the previews. Tells you nothing. It's dark. It's depressing. Five people come together. We're not here for Justice League. Let's move on. But it's going to be so shitty. So let's talk about MCU as far as... Uh, was this the funniest MCU movie that we've seen so far? Yes. Probably yes. Okay, so yes. let me throw some out to you. Ant-Man. Funnier or, or, or less funny? Mm, nah, it's close, right? I would say Ant-Man is more naturally funny. Thor is more forced funny. Yeah, they, well, they threw a lot there was of jokes a lot more the slapstick. Wall. Slap, slap, slap. I have an echo slap in my stick. headphones. This is awesome. So there's a lot, lot... <laughs> there's a lot more slapstick, slapstick comedy in here. Slapstick. Just jokes for the premise of making jokes. And it, I think it worked. Especially coming from um, the Dark World, Dark what was it? Dark World, right? Dark, the dark I world. see. The I thought one? Dark World was was pretty funny though. I, I like the meow meow references. No, no that was that okay. Funny. So, well, okay. Again, avoiding spoilers. I don't want to get into that whole thing. But so let's go to Guardians, the two Guardians movies. Funnier, less funny. See, I think Guardians might have been funnier. Guardians funny. is more enjoyable, but less. Funny. Less funny. The second Guardians also had to do this whole family thing. Good storyline, but a lot of these emotional, let's try to pull your heartstring moments. So, okay, is this an intentional comedy? I think it's an intentional comedy because they avoided certain action elements that they could have gone to and they skipped them. So to me, this was a comedy movie built into a Thor franchise. Thoughts? I think this is more what Thor should be. Thor, I said it before in past episodes, Thor's always been a real tongue-in-cheek character. It's always been kind of half-handed. I mean, like I said, it's I mean, God's, Asgard is ridiculous. Yeah, God's like, throwing general. hammers. Yeah. The one thing I did do with a little bit of research, it's very true to actual uh, Viking lore. If you look at oh, the yeah, old Nordic sure. mythology, it's hands-on. They did it perfectly. I mean, it's page for page from old Nordic Even mythology. some of the themes that when we get into spoilers we'll talk was about. really good. But those themes still they, – they are very apropos for what they're going but for. That's a, but well. that's always been Thor. Thor has always been kind of half-hearted, comic, fun stories. It's not dark like Batman. It's not uh, um, you know, uh, action, punch, punch, punch like Superman. It's just in which neither of those are in the same world doesn't matter. But regardless, it's always been lighthearted and fun and just let's just have a fun story, tell a couple jokes and, you know, sit around a campfire and bullshit for a little bit. It, it's just a fun series and I'm glad they got to it because they got away from it and they got back to it and it was a winner. I mean, thematically, though, Thor isn't really consistent at all. If you go to the first Thor movie, it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who has a deep background in plays and Broadway and all that stuff. So it was more Shakespearean and the the way he was acting. But then you go to this movie, he's acting like some basically like, well, a buffoon. Yeah, kind of like a surfer, California space uh, retard or whatever you want to say. Well, I definitely think... um and part of that is is the nature of the MCU as it evolves. You know, when they first started, they were nervous about making this universe, which no one has even come close to duplicating, including their own TV uh, segment. You know, the MCU movie universe is, you know, they had seasoned directors come in to do the the first couple movies to kind of get your, you know, look, we can establish this in a real world. We can make it sound like make sense. And now... And they have to save money. I mean, these actors are costing more and more money. They're bringing in younger talent. I mean, Doctor Strange, directed by a horror movie director who, you know, had a couple of small hits under their belt. Same with uh, this guy uh, from Flight of the Concords, 
had a couple of thi- a couple of hits. Um, Ryan Coogler essentially has what Creed under his belt. Like these guys don't necessarily have a ton of experience. I mean, James Gunn. As much as people want to say James Gunn is a fantastic director, the guy really only directed one movie, Slither, that anyone cares about at all, which is a cult classic, which I care about, but I don't really know. Like, do you guys even have you ever seen? Yeah, Slither? great movie. Loved yeah, but, it. Yeah, but it's like. But it is. It absolutely and it's, is. And oh, it's a total homage to another movie from the 80s small, anyway. Small release, cult classic, but still a really good movie. So what they're doing is they're putting people, like these big-time directors, even the, the guys who do Civil War, the brothers, uh, the Russo brothers, who I think are absolutely like amazing directors. They're, they gave these guys who had the mostly commercial experience, and they're like, here, we're going to let you do blockbusters. We already have the foundation for what you need to do. Just put yourselves into it. And... Uh, I, I think that kind of risk has actually really paid off. And that's what some, like, no one else has been able to do is they're like, we believe in our system, and our system is so good that we can almost put anybody in it. That being said, there are some pretty major flaws in Ragnarok, which we'll get into later. But um, I, I'm, I'm excited about that. That gets me excited that they're giving new young directors, uh, Scott Keebler. Uh, really great <laughs> opportunities to do movies. Like one day you could be directing Black Panther. Yeah, and and this Black like Panther three, Black Scott Panther Keebler. three, <laughs> the Blackening. Oh wait, that's something oh, very that's, different. Okay, um, but you are you're talking about yeah they're bringing in these young directors, giving them a chance unseen, unseen, which is a big risk. But everyone's bitching because you're going away from the storyline. Um, you're changing things up too much. This is the just a general nature of comic books. In general, and whether you're talking Marvel or DC... Yeah, they have to adapt them. Comic books adapt, they evolved. How many times have they killed off major characters for him to come back? Superman's died 18 times. He dies like every other day and then comes back. He doesn't die, he just gets weakened. But He's really only died once, but then he came back as six different people. Is that... I, yeah, I, yeah. I'd have the to death of they Superman. constantly evolved. People are bitching and moaning about him cutting his hair. Guess what? That was actually Chris Hemsworth coming to Atiti and saying, You know what? I think we should cut his hair. It hasn't been done before. It's new. It's different. It's evolving a character away from the source material. But I think it's something that you know can actually make this thing grow. And they went with it. And I don't know if it was Chris being like, I'm sick of long hair. Or like, I actually want to see this character evolve on his own away from the original storyline. It worked. It, it, you know, it, it happened so fast. Oh, you just spoiled the fact that he cut his hair. My it's God. in the... I know it's in the previous. <laughs> pre- previous. I'm not going to tell you how it happened because that'll be spoilers because that was... Eh, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it was Chris's idea. And he came out and said, and the director followed it. And cool, we're now branching further away from the source material from the comics. And you know what? It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Everyone that's, eh, you know, you're not following the comic books. Shut up. Yeah, I mean, there's a, I, I don't know that there's a huge segment. I mean, people complain about everything these days. So, um, and at some point, we're going to complain a little bit about. Ragnarok. I complain about, a lot of bit about I it. complain about Noob Noob all the time. It doesn't change it anything. It does not change him He's at all. He's still a little bitch. He still Why wants are your nipples hard right now. They always are. <laughs> when I'm next to you, my Oh no. my god, they're both hard. <laughs> yeah, wow, they always are. I'm one of those guys who always has beautiful beard, oh hard nipples. That's just who I am. <laughs> the sugar and absinthe makes me handsy. A beautiful beard and <laughs> Why don't you give him a sugar cube? I uh, are we trying to get me diabetes? I mean, I love them, but, uh, you know. I, oh, Ready? Ooh, Ready? Sugar. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, right in the face. 
And in the face. Down for the count. Down Look at that. One count. shot of absinthe it. and the guy's off his ass. I got it. And we're back. Ah, uh, yes. We're all back to where we belong. Well, I would say we could probably go to spoilers. We're, um... I think it's fine to go into spoilers now. What do you <clears throat> want to do? Spoilers? Well, well I, I don't know. I would just say that in terms of... Oh, we didn't talk about box office. Let's yes, go there. Let's, let's talk about the impact about, you know, what is this set up for the MCO in the future? Because let's it's great to stuff. talk about this while we're all on air. We're discussing whether we're going to make this a two-part episode. But guess what, you viewers at home... You're going to have a cliffhanger later. Will we go into spoilers now, or do you have to wait for it? Like five whole minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, really don't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so cliffhanger. The cliffhanger would be whether or not he chokes to death on sugar cubes. <laughs> we, we can try. just left them there on the ground. I mean, they melt in the mouth, so I, it's really hard to... I have sugar a, cube dots, actually. I have a pound of sugar from, here. From Domino. He has one whole pound of sugar. Which, that's a lot 198 of sugar. sugar cubes. I'm fairly sure. We've probably sure. gone about 10 into the box. Yeah, but he could. If, I, I want a bigger I horse really, sugar cubes. Like the, really the one you would good, feed horses, or you just lick them. Blah, 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 blah. That's like a salt lick. But I'm pretty sure you can ingest them rectally. Does it say that on there? I don't. We can, you try. can ingest I mean, anything rectally that cubes, dissolves. They're cubes. So, I mean, the sharp edges might hurt a little bit going in, but I'm willing to try. I don't. I don't think well, I'm we won't bend film any of that. So let's f- talk about box office. What what are we looking at here? So Thor Ragnarok had a pretty good box office opening. It had one t- estimated right now, so it's not official numbers. Um, one twenty one, hundred twenty one million. One twenty one. What does that put that up against? Does that- uh, if you want to compare to the last major one that released Spider Man Homecoming, it yeah. had a hundred and seventeen million dollar opening. So, so it's, it's right a little above. It's right above there. A little above Homecoming. Coincidentally, though. If you go to midnight previews and projecting, Spider-Man actually had a bigger midnight preview. Well, not really midnight anymore because they release them on Thursday night. But opening day preview, rather, of $15.4 million for Spider-Man. Thor only came in at fourteen point five. yet it out, um, outpaced the overall weekend numbers of Spider-Man, bringing it uh, to 121. So it's a win for MCU. Yep. They're not go- I mean, this was pretty hyped up, though. I, I thought the hype was pretty huge. They re- yeah, they really hard played this movie. It's almost the opposite of, I know we're not going to talk about it much, but Justice League, they're doing the exact opposite. They're not really hyping they're it up at all. They're definitely downplaying it. Thor, they were shooting this thing into your face any which way they can. Well, it was also, uh, they were advertising it on TV as like the best reviewed Marvel movie so far. Like, what is uh, Metacritic and uh, IGN? What are those guys? What are those? Yeah, I was going to say, I, 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 personally, I personally didn't think it was fantastic, but uh, Cinema Score, it's getting an A, which is really good. You can I think Rotten Tomatoes to me was the most, uh, was probably the best one because I feel like, and I'm, I'm just being a dick here, but I think the critics are going to lean towards. Uh, a higher rating because of the diverse casting and the diverse like director and all that blah blah blah, which I I think they did a gr- a great job. Like I don't care, you know what I mean. Like if somebody diverse plays a character, that's whatever. It's good. It's it doesn't matter. Just be the best actor you could be. But the the audience score was a little bit lower, right? What didn't you tell me it was eighty nine? Yeah. So the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes came in at eighty nine percent. The average rating out of five was four point three. But what was the critic rating? Then the tomato meter for critic rating was ninety three percent. Although the average rating was seven point five out of ten, which I'm not sure how that calculates to ninety three percent overall. See, um, but that's what we talked about this when we talked about Defenders, where I feel like the audience is smarter than. The critics on some level, because the critics always look at like higher level, like BS. Like they're looking at like how diverse is it? Did you whitewash it? Blah 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 blah. 
Whereas, like, the audience is going to be more honest, you know? You also have to fight the critics because there's so many out there that just want to make a name for themselves. So if I say just something be a dick, just be a dick. horrible about what could be a great movie, it's going to be the thing. Also, when you look at – when it comes to the critics, look at the, the award shows, the Oscars, the Emmys, everything else. These people love things about themselves. Every movie that's come out there that's been about movie making, about their world – Always wins the Oscar, and nothing else wins at all. So you never listen to the things the critics say. You're also now in a different world altogether when it comes to uh, previews and trailers and, and advertising for movies. If you don't yeah, say anything about the, the movie, then no one's going to go see it. I mean, you have so many examples. Mother is the one that always stands out. Nobody knew what that movie was about, and nobody went to see it. But... You also look at movies like Blade Runner. We 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 did a review on Blade Runner twenty twenty nine. They really well reviewed. Really well reviewed. Horrible movie. Bombed in the box office. The trailers didn't say anything about the movie. It actually, hashtag reverse bombed. Yeah, they didn't say anything about the movie. They were trying to upplay the fact that Harrison Ford was back. But what was the story? No one told anything. They didn't say anything because there it was no story. Bombed. There was no story, but there was nothing in the trailers that gave away anything. Thor, they hit Thor hard and loud. Um, they played the Immigrant Song in the trailers. How much does it cost to use a song like the Immigrant Song? And they blasted well, it since through they the trailers. probably and the stole it from somebody else anyway. But not as much as you they use it. And even when you go see the movie, I mean, you think like, okay, you spend a lot of money on a song like the Immigrant Song. All right, this is going to be in the big ending finale. No, they used it in the first 20 seconds of the movie. Led Zeppelin, World's yes. Greatest Thieves. yes. Doesn't matter. It's still a great song, and it worked, and it came out beautifully, and cost a lot of money. But they spent the money, and the return was fantastic. Justice League is not doing that. They're not telling what this movie's about. Oh, five friends get together, watch Super friends, friends on Netflix. That's all you need. Super five friends. friends. Well, but there's it's, it's not going to. It's not. It's not going to have the same effect. And it's Batfleck as blasting. It is Batfleck. The trailers blasting enough out there to make people interested. Oh, can I say the greatest the line from the Justice League trailer so far? As <laughs> Flash goes to goes to Batman, he goes, "What's your superpower?" He goes, "I'm rich." Ah! Yeah. And then there's one I'm part, rich, bitch. and then there's the other part where Aquaman jumps onto the Batmobile and he says, "Oh, you're crazy." It doesn't tell anything. It's it's weird snippets that don't tell a story at all. Trust me, I've tried this. I've put out trailers for movies, and because I didn't have enough stuff filmed yet, I couldn't tell a story yet. So people watch and say, what's this about? It's just a random images throw together. I don't give a shit about this. You just want a teaser, though. You it want doesn't, to tease the movie, I like, and that's yeah, it. But you I have don't to like trailers. I like put teasers. a little body into it in order to tease or trail. Something to get people interested. They did it with Thor. They're not mm. doing it with see here. Your... Here's the thing with the trailers of Thor. Thor was a very comedic movie, and they really went hard on it being one of the funniest Marvel movies, making you laugh, making you enjoy being there in the cinema. The trailers gave a lot of the jokes away. So the... I don't know. <laughs> All right, I think we can take. Them. All what? right, they just <laughs> what your goddamn thing there keeps hitting the bottom of the goddamn table, and it's annoying the shit oh. out of me. Good yeah, it I'm keeps going, here. dink, 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 dink. Yes, it's annoying the shit out of me. I uh, need you to stop doing and it. And maybe if someone else wore monitors like they should, they hear that no, no one's that's hearing not my that. Wearing a hat. That's Your a monitor. Job, yeah, it's a monitor. My job. Now you hear that is to avoid annoying noises. Yeah. Guess what? Because it strictly it just annoys no, me. It just annoys you. And my job else is to make it through this to get to brunch. So annoying. <laughs> are we are we back on track now, guys? Are we no. Good? Are we good? We're close. All right, he won't. 
What the fuck now you doing, Scott? I shortened it up. Okay. We could it's also not, do a count of how many. Like we could do dick? a count of how many times uh, Scott takes his headphones off. There, there's definitely a count it for that. It was just I couldn't get my hair right to this morning. It just wasn't sitting right. You need the fire faucet me. spray. I'm just I'm here. I'm Isn't fire faucet dead from cancer? Yes. If is you she, watch Stranger Things, you would get that reference, but here, you don't. Just, so you no. Don't. But is she, is she do, really dead? I'm go, I'm she's dead, right? The, uh, I don't know. If she's she dead. got she got the cancer. I don't know. No. I'm gonna. Why do don't the, you? You have a computer in front of you. That's a lot of effort. Why here. don't you just Google? I'm gonna do the radio. Fire no, no. I just put a hat on. You you're good? not supposed to wear a hat. We're getting sidetracked here. Uh, pretty sure you have to put a black uh, tape over your logo, and um, uh, we don't care. Really? No, I don't care. Thor all over the place. We've taken so long. bottle facing camera, and in a second we're gonna open a Marvel Thor, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we've. Uh, I, I forgot think we what notice. I was talking about. Honestly, it was something. Oh, it was, okay, there we go. No the, one really cared. Whatever the, you were saying. Um, <laughs> it was the the whole point of the trailers. It gave away a lot of the jokes. So the jokes. It did give away the best joke too, which I thought like totally like when I saw that joke, I was like. That's what, it, it was really so great if good you in the preview, it. but I if you never heard it. I can't wait to hear what joke you're talking about because there were other great jokes in there, there were a weren't really in the trailers. I think one of the best ones, which was buried in there, which Are you did have to, to see a previous movie to understand, but yeah, the it was a really joke? good one. No, it wasn't the lullaby joke. It was something else. It was Loki, and I think you'll realize what it is as soon I as... I think I know what it is. Well, well, okay, can we just go to spoilers? I'm tired. I don't know how long has it been. I'm tired of not trying to spoil this movie. All right, well, here we go. It's almost 40 minutes of us not spoiling the movie. It's been 40 so, minutes. thank you, audience. So, I guess that's what Absinthe does. It makes me realize how long time hasn't happened. That's not a sentence. Um, uh, time is warped I for think you he and needs stretch. another shot. One more no, shot. No, fuck that shit. Nope, nope. So, now, nope. Orc, you audience, tune in next week for spoilers. Next week? They have to wait a whole week for spoilers. What? We have a week to kill between now and Justice League. Oh. Well, you realize they're just going to piss people off, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're telling them to go see it. So, yeah. okay. You know what? Here it is. You, let's, here's, here's the first episode. We didn't spoil anything. Go see this movie. I'm staring at the camera because it works in audio world. Those of you listening at home, look at me. Go see this movie. And then in a week's time, we'll give you spoilers and... Trust me, we got more to talk about. You're going to have lots to listen to. Ew, you're so noob, creepy. Noob Stop creepy. Rubbing my beard. You're more so visual disgustingly jokes for those creepy. Listening so disgustingly Go creepy. Go see the movie. If you can't see it in IMAX 3D. Or Dolby Prime. Or Dolby, it's just audio. Who cares? Or go it's see 4K. with friends. Or just go see it. Go Looks see it with friends. It go see it by IMAX. yourself. Do the popcorn trick to yourself. Cut the hole in it. Don't get butter. Go Take the rib out see first. the movie. Come back, listen we, to our next episode, and we've got we'll a ton to talk about. Of it, I don't know what we're and we will about. spoil the living hell out we're of it. We're going to analyze and spoil the Just, living crap out of it. We're doing the favor to you so you don't do it to yourself. Go see the movie, come back next week. Spoilers galore. Just stay loose and tight at the same time. Yes. More <laughs> so, uh, from, uh, we're not going to plug anything because uh, he ruined that end time for us. Uh, so, from all of us here at Scottwillkillu.com, KeelerMedia.com. Oh, he got him in. <laughs> so anyway, from all of us here at Ork U, uh, love y'all. You've had greatest of fears. 